Leanna Shields, and you're listening to The Cozy Sleuth. Today, Snoops and Sleuths, I have with me Ella Hartford, here to talk about her books, writing, and all things cozy. Ella, would you like to introduce yourself to my Snoops and Sleuths? Hi, this is so exciting to be here after listening to the podcast. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I'm Elle. I write uh, the Alchemical Tales Mysteries. Um, so that the first one is coming out in August. It's Beauty and the Alchemist. It's actually coming out tomorrow. <laughs> Um, and the second one is going to be in September, that's Cold as Snow. And the third one is in October, that's Mermaid for Danger. So you can probably tell from the titles, they're all fairy tale retellings. Uh, so it's cozy mystery with a fairy tale twist. <laughs> oh, how fun. Oh, I so <laughs> wanted to try and write that, but I just could never get into the right headspace for it. <laughs> actually <laughs> actually for a while I wanted to try my hand at a retelling of the Wizard of Oz as Ooh. kind of a cozy mystery but again I just I couldn't peg down which of the characters was going to be the amateur sleuth which was going to be the right. you know so on so on yeah. so on <laughs> yeah I know it's it's kind of funny like it just kind of happened by accident I um because I started out like I'm gonna write cozy mystery and and I really like like paranormal cozy mysteries and just for me it just seemed natural to kind of take like paranormal and witchy to the next level right which is like fantasy um so I had my sleuth in her little fantasy world and I just love fairy tales so I like I said it just happened by accident <laughs> I stumbled into it I guess <laughs> uh some of the best cozy mysteries, in my opinion, happen by accident, or at least that's been my experience too. Because when I, when I started my Mystic Ranch mystery series, I did mm -hmm. not really fully intend for it to be as how do I put it? I didn't intend for it to be the world that it 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 turned out to be. Oh yeah. Um, but it was so much fun getting a chance to explore like Native American folk tales for my main character. Uh, oh, sure. And just setting a whole world around a very real feeling small town. Like you feel like you could go to La Sola, maybe hit a McDonald's or whatever. But yeah. everyone around you is either a centaur, a genie, a uh mm -hmm. an elf uh what have you <laughs> i love that and i actually just finished sparks of suspicion just a couple days ago and it was so much <laughs> fun and it really does have that feeling and i think that's wonderful <laughs> <laughs> and i'm so excited for book three to come out uh later this month uh, around august 25th and cool. that'll be a lot of fun too <laughs> <laughs> awesome so is any of your writing inspired by your actual life so yes I, I mean when <laughs> I was thinking about this question like my my immediate answer is yes of course but I know that sounds a little strange since I write like magic cozies <laughs> um it's not like I do magic <laughs> or anything but 
my so my main character her name is red like little red riding hood <laughs> um <laughs> she deals a lot with like plants and minerals and 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 the natural world and that is very much based on my interests and things that i grew up doing um so like it's parts of my life that i've just kind of like expanded <laughs> into this <laughs> fantasy realm <laughs> Yeah, I get that. I get that. It's the same with uh, Sabia. She lives on a ranch. I've never lived on a ranch, but she's also a fan of old movies. And I love old movies. I wish I could (laughs) quote old movies as well as she does. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I know. I'm the worst at quotes. (laughs) But yeah, but that's a good point too, because I do, I love reading fairy tales and fairy tale retellings. So maybe that, that's probably why I just felt like so naturally into mixing that into my mysteries too. (laughs) Yeah, but really, I think when it comes to writing, we authors can't help but put a little bit of what we love, what we, heck, in some cases, I am going to be the first to admit there have been a couple times where the people I've disliked have ended up (laughs) well in interesting places in my books I'll just put that (laughs) fair enough (laughs) and on the flip side of that equation I I have um, so Red's kind of like animal companion or sidekick his name is William he's like a big fluffy talking dog of course because it's magic um and he's like this really grouchy attitude and so his attitude was inspired by my tortoise William in real life who I know is a reptile but he totally has attitude um <laughs> and so so like part of that went into creating fictional William and then also part of like all the dogs that I grew up with and that I love they're all part of that too <laughs> So it goes both ways, like people you love make their way in there and people you don't love (laughs) make their way in there. (laughs) Oh, that's so true. Actually, um, in book three, my my late grandfather makes a little bit of an appearance in the book in the form of Sabia's grandfather's sneeze. My grandpa always used to sneeze where it sounded like she was like he was asking who is she (laughs) (laughs) it's adorable so so I have one point where her grandfather sneezes and I put that in there (laughs) oh that's awesome (laughs) oh so do you have any advice for those who want to write or write cozy specifically Sure. Yeah. And of course, as others have said before me, right, the main advice is always to read (laughs) Um, and read widely, too, not just in your own genre. Um, But also, like I could say more specifically. So and this comes from my experience. So when I started out uh, writing my first mystery, I like I had written other fantasy and like adventure and and sort of like modern stories before, but I had never ever tried a mystery specifically. Mm 
And I was really worried <laughs> and insecure about like, oh, like all the clues and the puzzle and how do you do it? Um, so I ended up just like throwing tons of red herrings in there <laughs> and, and, and I sent it to my editor and she was like uh there's too much going on here <laughs> it's just like nobody could even guess what what's going on and I'm like that's the point it's a mystery and she's like no 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 people want to be able to guess at least a little bit <laughs> so so my advice, what I learned from that is even if you're feeling like, you know, a little bit like you're a beginner or you're a little insecure, like devising the mystery, just jump in. You don't have to hide that, you know, just just write it, work on it uh, and you'll get better as time goes by. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> oh, that's that's great advice because it's true. The more you write, the better you get. Mm -hmm. and when things start looking like they're a little too easy that's when you need to try and challenge yourself more maybe try a new subgenre or whatever but oh, true. always try and push yourself just a little bit yeah yeah because the I mean the really one of the most fun things for me about this whole adventure with the alchemical tale series has been the opportunity to learn right like I learn about fairy tales learn about alchemy learn about cozy mysteries and writing like it's it's just a blast really <laughs> yeah it, that's one of the things I also love about writing is your chance to learn mm -hmm. um if I had never written a character that was Native American I wouldn't have learned about traditional Native American foods uh, traditional oh, yeah. Native American dances, things like that, that do make their way into the third book. That's awesome. And, and of course, being a, what I call myself a mythology nerd, <laughs> it was a chance to dive into all sorts of myths to oh, absolutely. write characters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really neat. <laughs> Well, speaking of characters, do you have a favorite character in your books or would you get in trouble with your other characters? <laughs> I do try really hard not to play favorites, <laughs> <laughs> especially because one of the things that I really love about Cozy Mystery specifically is that sense of community and all the wonderful friends who kind of pull together to actually solve the mystery. Um, so, so that said, I do have one character that I just really do love, um, and his name is Luca. He's the kind of local bookseller and historian, and he's just super sweet. <laughs> so he's, oh. he's kind of my favorite, but we don't tell anybody else that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, even though we don't tell anybody else that, I'm pretty sure even our characters know a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, then that's fair, yeah. <laughs> it probably does come across. <laughs> so would you say you have an author that's most influenced your writing? Let's see. Um, an author who's most influenced my writing... I think obviously there's the big like mystery classics, right? Like Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, um, like 
I grew up reading Sherlock Holmes, so I'm sure that's had an influence. Um, and then like Agatha Christie too, clearly. Um, but I didn't start reading her books until maybe a year or two ago. Like I've been trying to make my way through them ever since. And, and I really do admire what she does, uh, but that's kind of more of a recent one. And then on the fantasy side of things, oh, there's so many fantasy authors that I really love, including like Peter Beagle, who wrote The Last Unicorn, definitely one of my favorites. Oh, I grew up actually watching The Last Unicorn when I was right? a kid. Yeah. Course, as I grew up and kept watching it, I'm like, there are times I watch it, and I'm like, my parents let me watch this when I was six. <laughs> yeah (laughs) it's a little intense and it's so funny because I had I had done the same like I had watched the movie as a kid and like I liked it um and it wasn't until I was in like high school I uh, just came across the book in the library and I didn't even know that the movie was based on a book so I was like what's this this is weird (laughs) and it is I was just amazing I mean it's it's the movie follows the book pretty well, but the book is just so lyrical and, and the way he describes his characters and everything, it's just really impressive. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm actually going through that right now with, um, I found a copy of To Catch a Thief, which is one of my favorite oh, Hitchcock movies. Yeah, okay. And comparing the book to the movie, it's so different but I'm actually liking the book a little bit more oh okay it it's more in the mindset of the main character John Robbie and Mm -hmm. it's it's very interesting I like it oh cool I'll have to look that up but yeah, the the last unicorn was one of my favorite cartoons <laughs> as a kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just hard to pass that up, really. Yeah. <laughs> I also love, I know somebody has brought this up on the podcast before, but Elizabeth Peters, um, who wrote the Amelia Peabody Mysteries, those are pretty awesome too. <laughs> i'm definitely gonna have to check her out one of the things that i love about asking this question is that my to be read list grows like exponentially with every author (laughs) (laughs) it's a good problem to have (laughs) yes (laughs) so if you and your main character sat down for coffee or whatever your preferred intake for caffeine is. <laughs> uh, what kind of <laughs> beverage do you think they get? Let's see, if I were to sit down with Red, uh, she would definitely order like a hot, spicy chai. Ooh, uh, nice. I probably would too, honestly, although I like matcha also, I have to admit. <laughs> My boyfriend calls it seaweed water, but I think it's delicious. <laughs> oh. I tried matcha once and it did have a distinct 
grassy flavor for me mm. but it's not <laughs> unpleasant it's not unpleasant <laughs> right and see and especially if especially <laughs> so not to hijack this and turn it into to matcha 101 or something <laughs> but like but especially if you get it with like oat milk or almond milk I find rather than like dairy milk for some reason those flavors mix better that's just oh. my opinion though but yeah <laughs> <laughs> something to think about <laughs> yeah but when you mentioned chai my mind went to oh I've got a place here in Colorado that I I used to love going to pre-COVID oh uh, COVID too, took so much <laughs> yeah. they, have, they have like 40 different flavors of chai wow really like well, like ranging from chocolate flavors, like chocolate strawberry mm -hmm. to vanilla flavors, like uh, coconut macaroon flavor. Oh Ooh. my gosh, so wow. good. That would be good. Because that's the one thing, because I'm not really a coffee person, like that is the thing that I feel like I miss out because you get all these fun flavors with coffee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't get that so much with like chai lattes and stuff. <laughs> and and there was one there that I'd love to get on like a particularly cold day. It was called the Bigfoot. And I don't know what the flavor combinations were, but if you got it with like a shot of espresso in it, I mm. swear it was like drinking a warm French toast in a cup. That, that is, sounds nice. It was so good. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing and it's amazing what people can do with with drinks <laughs> oh I know <laughs> so outside of writing what other hobbies do you have let's see when not writing or, or social media ing or all the other things that go with authoring <laughs> oh um, goodness yes <laughs> Goodness, yes. <laughs> um, well, obviously, reading is one, although, of course, I never have as much time as I would like, right? But that's always mm -hmm. how it goes. Um, I also really love uh, just walking and, and gardening, too. So just like being outside, although it's so hot right now. <laughs> oh. It's a little tough. Um, so I've been kind of taking refuge inside and mostly I'll hang out with William the tortoise. Or play video games or cook. <laughs> so. Uh, so you're a little bit of a gamer. Yes. Yeah. Although I have to caveat that that really the only video game that I play like with any skill <laughs> or or like consistency is Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> oh, fun. Yeah. With me, I've I've got like two games that I'm trying to work my way through on my computer. One is uh, kind of a, a Redwall based game. Oh. It's called Redwall uh, The Lost Scouts oh, okay. where you play like a little mouse scout trying to protect oh. their village and it's so cute. That is, that sounds adorable. <laughs> and the other is um, called Mino, Mino Kuni. And it's done by the same people who did like the Studio Ghibli movies. So the artwork say, is just yeah. incredible. 
Yeah, I think I've heard of that one. Oh, yeah, I love all those movies. They're amazing. I actually just watched uh, Whisper of the Heart last night. I know that's kind of like one of the more obscure ones, I think, but it's really good. (laughs) Oh, I haven't seen that one. Um, I got started on it with Kiki's Delivery Service. Of course. Will always be my favorite. Oh, Um, that's such a good one. (laughs) Then one day, Turner Classic Movies did a Miyazaki uh, festival. Oh. where they showed both the English and the Japanese versions. And I came across one movie oh. called Pom Coco, I think it is. Oh, yes. The, I've heard, so I've heard of that one, but I haven't seen it yet. Well, it's supposed to be about like raccoons who are trying to save their forest. Right. But the only scene that I remember is when they find a television, which how a television is working in the forest uh, Miyazaki <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, they end up turning it on just as the news comes on and of course you know how reporters always start their thing with good evening they mm-hmm. think it's talking to them so they all kind of do a bow oh. and go like good evening <laughs> oh. <laughs> it, was, it was so cute yes but, that is awesome and I think that one just really set my heart where it's like yeah, Miyazaki movies. Love them. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. Whisper of the Heart is a really good one for like writers because it's like a coming of age story. The characters are, they're still in school. Um, oh. But one of them, she she's kind of like discovering her life's purpose and it turns out it's to be a writer. So she spends like part of the movie, like she goes through the process of writing her first draft and it is very oh. relatable <laughs> as oh. an Okay, I am going to have to find that movie because that just sounds so cute, so good. Yes, yes. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> so how can my snoops and sleuths follow you? Because honestly, I can't see why they wouldn't want to follow you on social media. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so um, if you want, so my website is lhartford.com so that's e-l-l-e-h-a-r-t-f-o-r-d um and there like on the right hand side there's like sign up for my newsletter and all that and if you sign up for the newsletter then you can you'll get a free ebook that's a prequel to beauty and the alchemist so that's pretty cool um i'm pretty active on instagram um as lhartford again uh, and I'm present on like Facebook and Twitter and everything else, but I'm like, I try to keep them updated, but it's mostly Instagram and my newsletter, like where I'm really at. <laughs> I'll be sure There's to so include many. the, oops. I was, no, no, no worries. I was just, <laughs> it was just me being like, oh, there's so many places to be. <laughs> so many oh, I know. I know. <laughs> I'm trying to do the whole Facebook Twitter, TikTok. Oh, I am so feeling oh, TikTok. TikTok. Oh no, I, yeah, you're brave. I haven't ventured there yet. <laughs> I've got four videos up there and they're not the best. So <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, that's my problem is like, I'm like, okay, Instagram. Yes, I can do pictures. I can really do videos. I don't know. Like I signed up for this so that I could write stories, not like film them. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, I completely hear you on that. (laughs) Uh, Well, I'll be sure to include those links in the show's notes. Excellent. Thank you. (laughs) 
Oh my gosh, I can't believe we're at the last question. This has been so much fun talking with you. Yes, agreed. <laughs> so what is one complaint your characters would have about you as an author? <laughs> okay, so I had to think about this one, but I think I came up with a good answer. So um, the the police officer in, in my world, her name is Officer Thorne. Uh, she loves puns. So <laughs> the, the complaint that all of the rest of my characters would have is definitely the fact that I let her get away with all of her puns. <laughs> but she's like, she's like, she's, she's very professional and she's a policewoman and she's, and she's half orc. So she's like huge and kind of green and very muscly. So it's like, you can't be like, no, Officer Thorne, don't make that pun because, you know, <laughs> she could just knock you over. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> I have actually wanted to put a half orc, well, fairly recently in like my fourth book because Ooh. I have gotten into, have you ever heard of a show called Critical Role? Yes. Oh, I haven't listened to them in a while, but I, I did like the whole first campaign I was listening oh, to. Oh, I'm currently on campaign two. Mm, and okay. I kind of wanted to base a half orc character off of um Travis Willingham, who Ooh. you know, the big kind yeah. of the big guy. Yeah, yeah. Well <laughs> that would be uh, fun. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna be a little bit honest here. I did find a way to work him in. I created a character named uh, Will Travis, only <laughs> I made him a Frisian centaur instead. Ooh, that's cool though. <laughs> it's like blending the best of both worlds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. So, I mean, I've just gotten so hooked on that show. It is ridiculous. <laughs> I know I can't I've got to get back into it I can't remember what happened I'm, I'm sure it's just like life got in the way <laughs> I need to look it up again <laughs> I'm currently on campaign two and just hooked 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 I'm like on episode 113 I think it is right that's the thing there's so much content it's <laughs> like all the episodes are so long too <laughs> I know but it's awesome how they do all the voices and everything. It's really cool. Oh, I know. It is, <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I have run out of questions and it's been so much fun talking with you. <laughs> yes, it's been so much fun being here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Well, Snips and Sleuths, you've heard another great interview here on The Cozy Sleuth. I'd like to thank my patrons for their contributions in keeping the show commercial-free and growing. I'd also like to thank my Coffee Clodge for their help as well. If you'd like to be one of my patrons and have your name mentioned on the air, join me at my Patreon page at patreon.com slash thecozysleuth. You can also join me on my Coffee Clodge at coffee.com slash thecozysleuth. That's ko-fi.com slash the cozy sleuth. Also, if you want to check out Cozy Mysteries read by live actors, check out the Cozy Mystery Rats Maze, wherever you find your favorite podcasts. 
Until next time, this is Leanna Shields saying, keep cozy.